Hey there, uh, this is part two of the, the myth software development myth video. I had to end the other one rather abruptly because I was getting close to the 10 minute mark and I think LinkedIn has this 10 minute limit on uh, on, on the length of the videos. Um, so I think I left the last myth I uh, discussed there was having an enviable title. And I'd, I don't know if I completed that uh, myth necessarily, but here is the completion, the last part of it, right? Uh, the, the if you have a cool title that's great but sometimes your titles tend to be cooler our, our titles tend to be cooler than what we might actually be doing I know people have kind of, uh, that are, I'm connected to on LinkedIn who have really really cool titles and sometimes I wonder uh, if their work is as cool as their titles are uh, maybe maybe not right uh, but again the title literally means nothing right it's, it's it means nothing as long as you know, you understand if when someone's pre presenting a problem or a project to you, you try to understand what it entails, what your role is going to be in that project, how what what freedoms you might have or may not have in being able to execute on that project and the problem. All of that means a whole lot more uh, than your title, right? You could uh, give someone a title, call them rock star, and then give them something that's really boring to do. Now, did the title really mean anything? I don't think so, right? So I think, uh, I mean, the world has come to a point where we, I don't know, I could be wrong. I, I've never had a fancy title, so you could call me a sore loser or or, uh, or whatever, but I've not looked or chased these titles ever in my career, right? Um, so don't, just because uh, someone has a cool title doesn't mean they're doing really, really cool stuff. Um, so if you don't have a cool title, don't don't sell yourself short. It's, it's what you do and what you know and what you can solve that matters, not your title. The next one is having a number of direct reports. One more time, I've, it's not my cup of tea. I've not chosen that path in my career. Uh, even at Snowpal, I work with a lot of people. As the team size changes all the time, but you know, I don't see any of them as direct reports because they are not, right? Uh, people, we don't work for each other. We work with each other, right? So I need my team's help as much as they need me, right? There's no, uh, to be honest, it's the other way around, right? I need them a whole lot more than they need me. I'm sure they, with the skills that they have and the skills that we constantly, uh, the complexity of problems we solve at Snowpal, I know anyone who works with uh, with us here can find work very easily, right? It's not gonna be difficult at all. So if they still stick around, it means they're doing you a favor. So uh, you, uh, and I tell this to everybody who works with me, right? I really appreciate that they help, their time and help and effort and, and enthusiasm and passion. Um, so uh, the number of direct reports someone has, um, maybe it makes some people feel cool and nice about it. Uh, and for the rest of us, we don't care, honestly don't care. It's actually, it's more cumbersome dealing with people than machines. Uh, and if it's too many people, it's probably a lot more effort. You need someone dedicated to, to solving, dealing with people, right? So anyway, so the, the myth is the more people report to you, the more important you are, sad, sad to, uh, <laughs> uh, tell you that may maybe maybe that's not the case, right? Uh, okay, the next item is being called to a uh, number of meetings. Now, I've seen this, like people take pride in, in actually being part of meetings. I mean, I don't know why, but I mean, I, I guess I know why, it's, it's just human nature. The more meetings you're, part, uh, you're in, the more important you believe you actually are, because people want you in these meetings, right? But I don't know, sometimes, you know, you have too many people in, in there, too many meetings to begin with and there are too many people in each of those meetings, right? So it just makes matters worse. Uh, most of my work, are, uh, I've had fewer meetings and you know, the problem is people like me are in meetings, I'm chatty, so I never end the call, right? 
uh, it, it doesn't help the cause at all. So if you, if I'm working with you, you want to make sure that I'm in the least number of meetings. I like it that way as well. Like in my current project, I have like a meeting a week or maybe a couple of meetings and maybe all of them put together is like less than uh, an hour, uh, way less than an hour, right? So you have all of the time to actually getting the work done, then then talking about getting it done. Uh, but you know, sometimes you like your coworkers, you enjoy it. And I've had that problem of actually liking my coworkers a lot. Uh, and then you end up having these conversations. But as long as it's not official, right? If you're just doing it outside of workers, that's that's fine. I mean, you can chat all you want, but uh, you, you you don't want to spend too much year of your actual core hours in meeting times. So the more meetings you have, the more meetings you have to hop to. It might sound like, make you feel like you're important, but are you really that important? Do you really enjoy being in that meeting? Or could the meeting's outcome be, have been any different had you not shown up at that meeting? You want to ask yourself these questions, right? So, so the myth here is, just because you are in every meeting that, that you can possibly be does not necessarily mean uh, your work is more important than someone else's, right? That's a myth. Okay, the next one is uh, being CC. They've copied on plenty of emails. This is probably more was more applicable in the past than today. I can't remember the last time I had to check an email at work. It's been probably a decade or so ago, right? But I know there are projects where people still use emails, right? It's still not dead and out. So, uh, you know, but this again doesn't, may or may not resonate as much today, but it does remind me, right? Sometimes, you know, people are copied in a lot of emails for every conversation and you have a thousand emails when you wake up, you feel like you're very important. I don't think so, right? I wake up the mornings where I have like zero emails, but I still think the work that we do is, is no less important. It's more important, if anything, I, I, if I should, right? So I think the number of emails and the number of emails you're copied on means nothing. It just means more red tapes, right? So if you have, you see yourself copied on too many emails, then maybe there is a process problem that you actually need to fix. Um, the next myth is working at a facility that looks very cool and hip, right? Now, this is actually important. Uh, that, that I've worked most of my career remotely, um, but I actually have gone to work, right? The first five years of my, my work life. Uh, it was re They were reasonable buildings, some were better than others, but nothing was fancy, right? N nothing like you'd see, like sometimes you see photos on LinkedIn where the place looks really, really cool. To me, the coolest place uh, is, is space that you feel comfortable in. It could be this, this breakfast nook uh, with my plant at the back or my office. There's nothing fancy about it, but I enjoy it. I enjoy the peace and quiet. It get, lets me think. It gives me the ability to process and, and write complicated logic and make sure I write code or architect something that's not buggy and it uh, stands the test of time and production. And if you don't trust me, definitely check out snowpile.com or download our app from the app and Play Store and you tell me what you think, right? Uh, for uh, It's got a lot of features and it's uh, it's pretty stable. And it's because you have the the space that the space uh, gave you the the freedom and the ability to to make to to think and to process and to execute. That's what matters. What doesn't matter is you're standing on like marble floors with beautiful chandeliers and and lovely looking pods. And I mean, we have a product as a feature called pods. Uh, but the pod here I'm talking about here is like those pods where you can lock yourself in or a tiny little thing where you can sit in office spaces, I think in co-working spaces and whatnot. Now that's all great, but if I have to get, it takes me an hour to get there uh, to enjoy this beautiful facility, that's a waste of time, right? So I think just because somebody's working in a building that looks very cool, in a city, in a town, in a street, in a neighborhood, and whatever, 
doesn't make it any more important, right? Maybe their work is probably boring, right? Maybe the building is actually the, the coolest thing about what they do. So just because you're in a space that's not very pretty or attractive, or if you end up working in your apartment and you, you just have an alrighty apartment, don't feel bad about it, right? Doesn't matter if you have, if you're able to think and process and you feel like you're able to produce good code in that space, then that's the perfect space. Uh, the next myth is working in a fast-paced environment. Oh my God, I'm gonna hit the 10 minute mark on the second video as well, jeez. Okay, so working in a fast-paced environment uh, uh, with Pat, um, so what I mean by that is, sometimes when you, know, when you talk to companies or clients or uh, hiring managers, you get the impression that, that the place uh, gives, they got a lot of money, they have a lot of funding or they, they, are, have, they are public and they have a lot of money to invest in this project. And, and you, you, you feel, I mean, it's, it's nice because they have all the money, but uh, I mean, uh, aggression is not the right word. I'm just looking for the right word, but I can't seem to please uh, find the right word. It's you, you feel like you might be under in a pressure cooker, right? And, and that means, uh, it could mean many things. One, it could mean that they're building really, really cool stuff. It could be working at Tesla and maybe it's a pressure cooker. I don't know, that's what I read. Uh, or, or just the culture in the team could, could create every, could create the pressure perhaps even unnecessarily. So uh, the fast paced, the use of the word fast paced, the term fast paced might mean many things. It, it, uh, it hasn't always meant, uh, has a, had a, it hasn't always had a positive connotation as far as I'm concerned. I've, I'm going to hit the 10 minute here as well. Sorry, this is video number two. Let me pick it up in the third one. Thank you.